Goro Majima, Kiryu Kazama, star in the Yakuza movie this week on It's So Bad. That was a weak intro. Hello, Encore. Hey, Mike. Hello, Steve. Hello, Mike. Uh, hello, everyone. Were you not feeling the Yakuza intro, like the energy? You weren't heating up as you were given that intro right now. I think, I think Yakuza maybe deserves better. I could have been like karaoke. <laughs> Actually, did they do any karaoke in this movie? Nah, I don't think they did. Nah. Bad in cages, yeah. though. Popo. Bad in cages. Um, hello. Don Quixote. Tom, Yakuza. Tame. Tame. <laughs> I'm calling Tame today. Um, Tame Hamiha. Hello. <laughs> Tim, hello. Hello, hello, hello. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow us at It's So Bad Pod on the uh, Twitter. It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com is the email address. We were adding this week a movie to our list of video game movies. What did we do last month? Final Fantasy The Spirits Within? We did. That's right. Yep. <laughs> this month we did the Yakuza movie, the 2007 Japanese-produced Yakuza movie um, by popular demand. I think we've talked about this movie for a while. That we have. Yeah. Been um, <clears throat> Encore and I have played these games. Has anybody else played the Yakuza games? No, I've bought like three of them. <laughs> and I, like, I keep saying like it's going to be the next game I play and I never do it. And I think... I th- you know what? I think right now it might be the next game I'm going to play. I watched yeah, sure. Encore We've play We've heard it them. before. <laughs> I watched Encore play them, but pretty much exclusively the parts where he was being a sleazy sex merchant. <laughs> He's a cabaret club manager, Tommy. And I made oh. billions. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of cabaret club in this. There was not. There wasn't any. Uh, I, it, I don't think there was a lot in the first one anyways. Immediate point deduction. Just yeah, so this this movie is based right upon the original Yakuza game, which came out in 2005. This this movie was re- re- released in 2007, which was a year after Yakuza 2 came out. Um, so, yeah, I think it was being in production right directly after the first one came out. So, like, they thought they had something and they wanted to make this uh, movie, I guess, with yeah, the Yakuza. That's pretty wild. Um, I feel like... You- definitely don't see that turnaround in video game movies i feel like it usually takes no. like a good decade even now although this is our first like japanese i think produced uh movie that's on this list what about pokemon? so maybe we'll see this more in the oh yeah pokemon you're right uh so maybe we'll see this more in the fir- future the final fantasy the spirits within is like a japanese american it's weird because that studio is based in hawaii mm-hmm. um but yeah pokemon i guess was the first one by Kunihiko Yuyama. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the Yakuza movie. Um, what's your so one thing I was thinking about is like, uh, do you guys have deep any uh, like explore? Have you guys explored Japanese cinema at all? Uh, yeah, a little old, bit. Old samurai movies, you know, Yojimbo. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the extent of it. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen some newer stuff, um, but not a whole lot. And some 60s stuff, not like samurai stuff, just people hanging out in cities. Uh, I'm surprised uh, Chris didn't come on because he's like really into the Godzilla movies. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, I guess that's that's true. I've 
like watched all the Godzilla movies multiple times. So I guess that counts mm. uh, <laughs> as Japanese yeah. cinema. I've seen a bunch of Godzilla movies. A Seven Samurai, Tampopo. I really Seven that Samurai movie was great. Is fucking awesome. I, that's on my list. Uh, yeah. someone, uh, someone told me it was a ramen western, and I really want to watch it. Yeah. Anybody I'm, see how a ramen western? Seen... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Never heard that term. I like it. Right. Yeah. Spaghetti western, ramen western. Um, House. Has anybody seen House? The movie House. House? The the horror movie. I've seen parts of House. I've not. I've, I've, Tim, you saw it in the background at some party we're at at uh, our friend Lisa and Joe's house at one point. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it's like yeah. a crazy Japanese horror movie. Yeah, I was done by the same dude. I was drunk. Did, uh, did like a dragon? No. Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like I I remember in college like watching Battle Royale and Versus. Those movies were oh, yeah, popular. Yeah, I've seen I, Battle I Royale. Forgot about I have Royale. seen Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I guess, yeah, I've seen a little bit more. And then, like, all the Miyazaki movies, too. Um, like, I guess there's been more yeah. exposure to Japanese uh, cinema uh, than I realized. If we're, if we're counting, in, like, animated, then, yeah, that list goes yeah, like up quite every a Every studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, exactly. Akira. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this movie was directed by Takashi Miike. Um, I think he's it's either Miike or Mike. I'm not sure how they pronounce it. But he has 111 directorial credits oh, to his name. How many? 110? 111? Jesus Christ. Yeah. How, How long did he... When was his like, first games? movie? Uh, let's see. When was his first movie? That is a great question, Tim. I have it pulled up. 1991. Wow. wow. That's... Yes. It's wild. <laughs> That's a... He's, he's, he's very well known in Japan, I guess. He's very... Uh, people seem to like him a lot. Um, as He's like the... One of the modern best directors of Japan. Um, he's also why. known for 13... This movie. What's, what's that? So that I can see why, based yeah. on the movie we just watched. I mean, he's, his prodigious output would suggest that uh, so he's going to get some hits. He's probably got some misses as well um, in there. But he's best known for the remake of 13 Assassins. I think it came out in 2010. Audition and Ichi the Killer, which I'm familiar with. I've never watched it before. But it's like yeah. a horror movie about a uh, Yakuza guy who goes around. Yeah, I think I've actually up. seen that back in the day. I couldn't tell you a thing about it, but yeah. Yeah. The writer on this, there was two. There was Seiji Togawa. He only has one credit, which is this this uh, movie. Uh, Masa- Masashi Sogo uh, did a bunch of uh, anime and not uh, any movies. So he did Yatterman, y- Yuki Kaze, Fairy Tale, and a couple of episodes of Pokemon and uh-huh. many episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, word? Nice. Yeah, the writer of this. Were either of them associated with the... Uh writing of the game um i one credit maybe yeah i think maybe seiji togawa but i'm not sure okay yeah um the actors in this kazuki kitamura as kiryu kazama best known for his role in signal anybody seen signal no folklore and kara i didn't recognize any of those movies he was one of the crime bosses in uh kill bill though the guy who played kiryu oh shit yeah. Um, Goro Kishitani as Goro Majima, uh, known for The Returner, Graveyard of Honor, All Under the Moon, and One Miss Call. I've heard of One Miss Call, and that's about the only thing I've heard of in, in terms of his stuff. Gong Yo is, is Park. He is the dad who has a little girl and trained to Busan. And also, he is the guy on the subway platform um, a, who introduces you to Squid Game 
and tries to get people into the Squid Game in Squid Game. He's a Korean actor. Only 24 credits to his name. I thought that was a little bit weird since he's probably in his mid to upper 40s. But yeah, this movie. Um, what do you guys? What do you guys want to talk about with it? Amazing video game movie. Let me just start right there. Yeah, I thought I will. It. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It had. I mean, like the fight scenes are all pretty, pretty great. It had some like low, low spots that I felt like they dragged on forever. Like, there was like the middle part of the movie that was like a thirty minutes, like dragged on for like felt like an hour and a half. Um. But it was pretty fun, yeah. I, and I even someone that hasn't played the game, I feel like I could fe- I could really catch a lot of the references to the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, even had like uh, the guy in in costume like right off the bat, which is rare <laughs> Impressive. for a, a video game movie. Even Impressive. Sonic took like ha- like a good forty minutes to get his red shoes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they get you right in the action. I think that the one thing that this movie doesn't do very well is um, it kind of, like, flies through the story. And, like, if you're not holding on to your seat and, like, really paying attention, you're kind of fucked in terms of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, they just throw you in. He has his, th- this girl with him. There's no explanation of why Kiryu has this girl with him. Um, then they are like talking about these ten billion dollars in yen that are missing from the Tojo clan that they held in a bank that somebody's robbing, and like all this shit's happening. There's this guy named Jingu who supposedly stole the money, uh, and it's all revealed in like the middle of dialogue. And you never like some of these characters you see like for five seconds, like Jingu, the guy who flew it in the helicopter, mm-hmm. and then he gets taken out, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so there's yeah. there's just a it's like flying by the seat of your pants, especially the end. I feel like they were just like, let's go, let's get to the end as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah. We need to keep it in with, yeah. keep it in a two-hour time frame. Yeah, it, it did take a while to get going, but it was interesting the way. Like Tim, I agree with you. Like I've never played these games before, but I've seen you guys play them. I know about them, and I feel like they got the sense of this being definitely like a Yakuza movie adaptation of the games. Like it felt like that. Um, it was interesting too because like it takes a while to get going, but you're introduced to all these different characters. Some of them definitely fly by, and you're kind of like, "Who was that? Why are they important to the story?" But you stay with some of them too, and it kind of like had all those hallmarks of like kind of classic crime movies where it's like a mm. bunch of different stories mm. intersecting with each other, like uh, yeah. Snatch or name your hard-boiled detective story too. Yeah, it's like you're so you kind of get a really good sense of like this one night in Tokyo where all these events are happening, and you're like, "Oh, okay, so there's a bank robbery, and there's money gone, and there's all these different people." and they're all interested in the money and the money's at the center of it but there's kind of like these independent stories that are intersecting along the way too so I'll, i i, I like that a lot the they did, up to that to me they seemed a little far-fetched of like how they were trying to connect them like oh well. i i get the, like the bank robbers in the beginning like they were just unlucky by robbing a bank that just been drained all its cash it, but that dragged on for the whole movie but it really didn't matter once you knew why the money was taken out of the bank and that went on forever, and they just kept going on. And then there was the couple that, like, accidentally turned into Bonnie and Clyde, which, like, they had a little bit more tie-in near the it end. Was, it was but... definitely, like, a bunch of ridiculous stories, but, like, the game itself is ridiculous, too. So, yeah, I think like, someone it's mentioned kinda, it's, it's basically, like, leaning into that. doing side missions and shit. Right, yeah. 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 All those so, I mean, yeah. stories. The, the bank robbers at the beginning, I feel like they just kept coming back to for, like, a little more, like, comic relief or whatever, but you're right. Yeah. After and those I feel first like, three minutes, it, it, it didn't I think, matter anymore. I think, 
I think the uh, so I was reading about that actually. The robbers are are supposed to be like a manzai duo, which is like a Japanese comedy trope of a comedy duo. And I don't think that comedy translated to our sensibilities. And like Nakanishi, Imanishi, like yeah. yelling at each other at the very beginning. Other, yeah. It's like uh, this doesn't really this I, I think maybe this is a cultural difference yeah. thing well you could tell you could definitely tell that they were like the comic relief because the cops who were like w- watching them in the standoff the whole time had no idea what to do about them because there's this whole hostage situation so it like kind of explains why the cops are nowhere to be found at all during this night when people are like going around with roving gangs with baseball bats and like, having <laughs> well, shootouts in the streets that's cops are that's also the game nowhere the to be seen are, nowhere yeah. to be the cops cops are uh, all cops are bastards in the yakuza games right, right. because they're always assholes in every game they're assholes fair enough but yeah they were definitely even, like the like the comic relief like idiot cops who were didn't know what to do about a bank robbery the whole movie yeah yeah it's like, wait well who's supposed the, uh, to handle this uh they didn't actually rob anything in the bank the money right. was already gone and like the one well, section four guy shows up and they're all like oh what, do we, what should we do he's like actually this isn't my problem the money's not here and he leaves <laughs> and they're all like oh no <laughs> I, I feel like at some point the the like Bonnie and Clyde kids like at least the guy stops is like why isn't anybody coming after us? Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean that's that's the whole thing in the games. Even Date, who's a mainstay in the games, um, he has he's quit the force at some at multiple points during the course of the series because he's just so pissed off at it because um, it's just and there's like major there whole games revolve around the corruption of the police department so like that's the thing in the yakuza games for sure yeah i i I do think with the game in general like they they i think we were saying this before but they essentially like took every cinematic that you have in the game in that first game as you're playing through Mm -hmm. and pretty much like stitched those together and made like a movie out of it and I, i think they did a pretty good job though it wasn't it wasn't too like janky they told like a story but they did leave a lot out, I think, in terms of the actual, like, Yakuza, Tojo clan politics. Like, you didn't really know who Nishiki was until the very end. And yeah. he's, like, integral to everything going down. Um, they they really did Nishiki Yama dirty in this this movie, for sure. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't, like, he's a main character in Zero. He's the... he's uh, You learn his motivations in that game, but in one, you definitely understand that, like, he's kiryu's blood brother they both grew up in the same uh, orphanage with the girl who was with them at the end which you like if you miss like a single line of dialogue you don't get this in the movie but it's in the movie it's just like very quickly like oh yeah we grew up in the same orphanage and that was like one line of dialogue <laughs> it wasn't like they came back to it and we're like oh yeah we're brothers we're blood brothers but there's also like in the game nishiki yama's like always trying to prove himself that he's better than kiryu and there's this whole like one-upsmanship thing even though he's totally not better than kiryu because <laughs> kiryu is god um, the dragon but yeah he's basically he's basically goku yeah pretty much I mean, they, they did do a good job. I think we talked about, like, the, the sets and stuff like that. The act, In terms of, like, replicating the game, like, the map even that you're running around on. Like, you had the, the plaza oh was God. there. Like, the Popo, like, uh, convenience stores. Like, Pink Street, the Champion District. Like, we were able to call that out as they as he was just walking around in the city. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that fucking spot. I've, I've literally walked there before. 
Like, I, I recognize individual that. restaurants from yeah. that game. Yeah. Like uh, the place where you get the beef bowls. Yep. That's yeah. On the, yeah. I was like, that. that's in the game. There's or in the movie. They did such a good job on location shooting. Um, and I think that has to do with the fact that Yakuza in Kamurocho was modeled after Cabo Kicho, which is an entertainment district in Shinjuku, which is in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they 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 modeled it to a T in the game and they they changed some stuff around but um like looking down in the plaza like there's the millennium tower overs right there they're like individual streets i like recognized where things were like when they went into like clubs and stuff i was like holy shit i've been there in a game like 52 times yeah right right so. um i do i do feel like they're some of the shit, just in ter- like the all that being said about how good the how good it looked com- like with uh, comparison to the game, there was some stuff that would just seem like a little, like like, kitschy. Is that the, is that the word? Like the the heat effects, like his heat bar was definitely <laughs> at max, and then like little white flames are coming off his shoulders. You got a sneak peek when he punched one gangster in like the stomach, and there was like a white flash on his fist early on in the movie, and like that ending battle where it was like constantly on just looked really. It just looked really funny. I don't know, but like, but they made but the effort all, though. <laughs> they put at the it, same time, though, I think I think they I think movie. they only did it twice in the whole movie. Yeah, at the very beginning, at the very end. Yeah, um, it was so. it was it was a weird effect too, because like it was funny and you knew what they were doing, because he like drinks the like potion or whatever it's called. Then the like, stamina or the stamina XX. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he like drops the bottle in slow motion, and everybody's just like mouth like jaws dropped and they're just like oh no and then, like, that's in this movie people you need to watch this movie just for that scene. <laughs> it was so Where funny he, so he goes funny. to a doctor and there's like a refrigerator full of them and they're like oh my god yes and then he's like, in the final so battle hard. he pulls it out yeah it was very yeah. funny so like like they, it was you know because the movie itself is kind of absurd the whole way through like people are like shooting and like you know beating each other up with baseball bats in the street and like meanwhile like there's like the weird masochist guy who like is getting his hands <laughs> and feet smashed by like but that's oh yeah that's all oh, crazy it's all sorts of crazy stuff in the, yeah, yeah. the video store yeah. dungeon <laughs> but then like the video game effect mechanic that appears over it is like they don't do it enough in the movie that it's like oh okay this is something the movie's doing it just like every once in a while they're like hmm little weird blue flames time to go all right yeah. we're on the fist. <laughs> but also i we just need to talk about that one dude that was being interrogated and he was he just <laughs> wanted to hurt so bad he was like yep. i don't know the answer and then he's like all right and he hands well, him they... gives him his hand and he's like oh are you gonna hurt me are you gonna hurt me oh and you did and then he's like all right so what's your next question what else do you want to know <laughs> yeah i, and I then fucking love it yeah Yes. That, I mean, it was good. Like, there were some good scenes. I think that... So my whole thesis on this movie is that it was very entertaining. There was a lot of individual scenes that were really good. There was, like, Goro Majima, anytime he was on on set, which, uh, like, I think Encore and I talked about this, mm-hmm. but I was not convinced of this char- this actor when I first saw him and when I heard him especially because he doesn't have, like, the Kiryu-chan, yeah. like, the high <laughs> high pitch. Um so that was get, get made me get off or go think he was off. Um, but yeah, he definitely pulled it off. Uh, he's the best yeah, part of the whole movie. 
he's yeah, he's yeah, the best sure. he's the show stealer like through the whole movie like, oh yeah. every scene he's in um you were saying that like he's the guy who can't die like he's eternal basically yeah, yeah. He keeps, <laughs> yeah. keeps getting his ass kicked keeps coming back for more he's like the scene where they're all shooting into like the wall that uh the kiryu's hiding behind and like the little girl goes by and he's just like you know silences all of his men and then they no, all he says time out yeah time out time out <laughs> and lets her go and then they all like get into an action scene after that it's so funny it was that was that was he, a great scene he, he uh, did a great job the, yeah Other same thing when he's in the bat when they're in the when batting, in the batting cage, cage yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. and he like he he has his little two companions that uh start praising uh what's the main character not the main character Kiryu? But, like, Kiryu? yeah they, they praise like oh he's really good he's like hold on let's time out real quick and then just beats the shit out of them and then he comes back. He's like, "All right, we can do this." I love that. I thought that was fucking fantastic. That that show was ripped pretty much straight from the game too. Like the that that whole like scene. I feel like they did a great job with it. When he calls the timeout with the little girl, he's like, "What are you even doing here? I'm looking for my mother." Oh well, I hope you find her, but I need to kill cure you now. If you kill him, I'll kill you. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he like he like stops and he's like. He's like, he thinks about it for a second, and then he just opens fire real quick. <laughs> He's like, eh, it's worth Game the risk. On. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he, everything that he does in this movie is really great, so... I really like that. Um, when he's hitting the baseballs at Kiryu, that was like the one moment oh, where I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is like this is Kiryu." Yeah. Like when because he hits like baseballs at him like nonstop, and he, Kiryu's just like walking forward. Like that's what Kiryu is in the games. Like this unstoppable force. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He I liked the actor who played him. Like obviously he played like the cool, awesome dragon boss yakuza guy very well. But he didn't. He didn't have a huge arc in this this movie that much. It was like he protects the little girl. He takes all the punches and he keeps on going and he saves the day. Um, the like he was, just... he was good. He was good, but I guess opposed to like uh, the other guy, like uh, what's his name, Majima or Majima? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just very flat. So like, good action hero, but I feel like I feel like Kiryu just in general. That's kind when of when you like play the character. first game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. like he, he like grows on you. He's it's not like, like yeah. You, you you play one game and you're like eh, I'm not I don't know if I like him so much. But after you play five games with him, you're <laughs> like oh man. He's the super Kiryu. cool. He's the super cool guy. Like he walks into the restaurant and everybody's just like also jaw drops. They're just like. <laughs> It's cure you like oh all the waiters stop i didn't know he was out of jail yet oh my god like yeah the, the dragon of dojima yeah and it helps I, that yeah. he's in his costume right away you know he's in his, exactly his gear. exactly record time first scene i mean to, to your to your point though steve they did take like 40 minutes they had him like running around the streets at like a random interval here or there but it took 40 minutes to really get anything meaningful out yeah. of him in, in this movie and that with was... Majima, you had you had a scene with him uh, almost like not I don't know if it was right away, but pretty early on, where you're like, oh fuck yeah, I love this guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. They like sidelined him for a lot of the movie early on. Like you knew he was the main character because he had main character mm. energy basically. And he got into <laughs> that one fight. But then you didn't really see him again for thirty minutes, and then and then it's like it's Majima. It's all these other side stories, and then he's just kind of like slowly ambling his way into the main like plot and to go mm -hmm. find the money. And he's got the little girl that he's trying to help find her mother along the way. But yeah, yeah, very slow startup for him. And that's kind of like to the pacing issues overall in this movie. Like mm -hmm. there were there were some parts where it was like, okay, all right, what are we doing with this plot now? What's <laughs> <Yeah>. going on? <laughs> it's very funny too, because I think you could successfully make a two hour long movie about the first Yakuza game because it's only, I think the first one is only like seven to 10 hours. And yeah. the main parts of it are not, 
like super long outside of the side stuff. So I think you could really make a really tight movie based upon that plot, but they, he definitely chose to go in a, in a very different direction from just telling the story. Yeah. I, I, I do wish, and I think I was, I was saying this before, but I do wish they added like 10 more minutes to the movie of just explaining more who like Nishikiyama uh, actually was and like mm-hmm. why it was a big deal that the Yakuza's money was stolen, like get more, more, Even... a little build up for for even him the like the f- and his he was in uh, kiryu was in jail because of nishikiyama yeah really, and yeah. like they that, don't ever talk about that yeah, yeah that's not clear at all like he just shows up at the end as like the final boss and yeah they get they get to the millennium tower so quickly let's like and it's also like 10 minutes of that helicopter flying around before too yeah. <laughs> right, like everybody's house he was a drunk <laughs> that, no and sense. that pilot was so drunk like, so there, drunk. <laughs> but also no way the best damn pilot in Tokyo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's like all this buildup sort of to the Millennium Tower. And then they're just like at the top floor against the final boss, who's this character who's apparently very important to the main character, but we don't really know anything about him. So that was right. interesting. And then you meet and then you meet the little girl's mother, too, who's got the big stack of cash. This is the end of the movie, so spoilers, but mm-hmm. it's got the big stack of cash all wired with explosives to bring out the main yakuza boss who's in the helicopter who's about to land so it's kind of like he's a not di- even he's a, he's not even the yakuza boss he's, oh, he's a not, korean, korean, he was boss. korean oh he's yeah, korean yeah. Oh, that's why okay. there was that other korean dude that came in and he okay. was like sniping around yeah right yeah so, so then you have so what, you have the korean assassin too in the mix here so you don't really get the whole plot but nishikiyama is basically trying to take over the the tojo clan right he's got like a small clan on totem pole so he uses the koreans to steal the money from other people in the Tojo clan and give it to himself so that he could become the boss. Um, and he's working with the Koreans to do this. Uh, but that doesn't really come across in uh, yeah, the movie yeah. that often. They did a bad I, job explaining that part, that 10 I more minutes was, of dialogue. Would yeah, I thought he was trying to take out the head of the like Yakuza family and or no. the Yakuza like, clan that he was part of. And then the Korean guy was just like incidentally there to take him out and was part of the plot for some reason. I wasn't clear on that. But yeah. Yeah. There's always in these games in every single one of these games, there's either a Korean or a Chinese mafia that just is in for like a hot second and then departs yeah. <laughs> for, okay. for to like advance the plot on the, on the edges of the story, just to move it along in, in some way. Right. Like the Yardies well, so, in GTA. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and then it's interesting too, because like the helicopter's coming in, it's all rigged to explode. But then the Korean assassin shoots the mo- Korean mob boss through the helicopter in the head, like ten seconds before the woman sacrifices herself and blows up the yeah. bomb. So yeah. she, so she didn't like, need to die. <laughs> and he's like, "Job well done for me." Right? Yeah. He's like, "Sick." <laughs> and then the and then the whole top of the building explodes. <laughs> they never even explain why he shot the yakuza guy down in the the district while the Bonnie and Clyde characters. I think he, were like getting away. I think he was kind of just protecting them a little bit. Uh, like he, so he, he killed somebody. Well, he he saw them in the, the what's uh, another sex tape uh, store dungeon. Right. Right. Uh, when he was uh, trying to get. Yeah, they were buying yeah. a gun. They were buying yeah, a gun. He, he was, was in there. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, those two um, are cute. I did think I'm gonna uh, help him out. Yeah. The, um, what was I going to say? Fuck it, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, then the then the top of the building explodes. And then there's, like, ten minutes of people with, like, all the money raining down on the street. Yeah. It's, like, the end of the movie montage where everybody's, like, finding each other in the street. But then 
after like 10 minutes of that you have Kiryu and the little girl like still up in the rubble at the top of the building like oh god like oh shoot we forgot about our main character he's still buried <laughs> under all the rubble <laughs> so, somehow the, the dog gets up on top of right. the building finds them the little Shiba Inu <laughs> alright I think we've talked about this movie enough we sure have uh uh, I don't have very many stats. There's no Rotten Tomato score. There's no budget I could find on it. But it did make $5.2 million in, in the theaters. Obviously a very limited release only in Japan. Uh, I think it got like a small, very limited release in the U.S. But who the fuck cared about Yakuza in 2007? Um, it made $23. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, where does this go? Number- I think like just in, in terms of like the the wizard line which is basically like the no i wouldn't say good movies but the entertaining movies and then probably the bad movies are underneath (laughs) like the really bad movies are underneath the wizard line i think that this goes above the wizard line i don't know how far above the wizard line Uh, i definitely agree that it goes above the wizard line um and i'm not gonna lie i i thought this was if not the best movie we've watched, like most entertaining, like I'm not trying to sell this as like a piece of fine Japanese cinema we just took <laughs> right. in here, um, but it was super entertaining. I, I, I've never played these games before. I was I was pretty you know taken in by like the land and uh, like the characters and the map and like the whole story. So I definitely want to play a Yakuza game now. I've, I too own one that has sat there <laughs> installed and never played. <laughs> oh, you even um, installed it? Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I do feel like there's this like this general sentiment of there are what is it nine of these games now and I'm gonna start with zero and people are like ugh yeah it seems like I have to get seems, through a lot sure does seem like a lot of games but I'll play zero um, yeah definitely yeah. play zero yeah and like I I would put this potential I I maybe not over Sonic because Sonic was like a little bit more like of a even though it was kind of a little by the book like classic Hollywood kids movie animated fair. Um, maybe that was a better movie than this but this was super entertaining like i had i had a lot of fun through the whole thing even with all the weird pacing issues and like not fully understanding what was happening in the plot at all the time um like majima was really awesome there were a lot of really good scenes and fights uh and action sequences that happened like i liked the kind of like crime story intersecting plot line piece of it so i'm i I liked this movie a lot i agree with everything you just said like 100 percent. i certainly wouldn't have put it above sonic i wouldn't put it above uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, Either of them? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I was looking at it, and I thought we actually had the Mortal Kombat's reversed, where the newest one was on was number two. Because so I was thinking it would split split the two Mortal Kombat's and the number three, but I actually thought they were reverse order for the those two movies. To be honest, I thought the newest one was above. But That's I still what think I voted for when we did that movie. <laughs> just set the record straight. <laughs> just, said, just just putting it out there. Um, I, I wasn't on it, that one, ho- but that's what I, I would have done. I do think that's it hovers funny. around three or four, to be honest. Yeah, I you know Street Fighter the movie I, I like this movie better, just flat out better than than Warcraft. Mm. Um, it's I a think much better that film. The Street Fighter movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think the Street Fighter movie is. Very entertaining. It's also extremely bad. But I, I that's, think that this movie that has the nostalgic has... Uh, bonus on it, you know, because we remember that right, as a kid. Right. But it's also very, it's very like unintentionally funny in a lot of different oh, ways. Oh, hundred percent. From Guile, Guile, like those stealth boats laying on the stretcher. 
Remember when he was just laying on the stretcher <laughs> like he was in a coma, but he was just <laughs> laying underneath a sheet with his eyes open? <laughs> it was very strange. Um, but yeah, that movie's quirky, different. I think this movie's better than that. I think this movie's better than the 2021 Mortal Kombat, but I don't think it's better than the 1995 Mortal Kombat. Mm. I think that's just a better movie. The story's told better, in my estimation. I don't, I don't know if it's more entertaining, the but I will story, say the story, the story is, actually is told better, and the story is tighter <laughs> in in 1995's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that, that is a little bit of a stretch. My <laughs> God, no way. Put that movie on right now. We're, we're watching that movie again. <laughs> I think this, Mortal Kombat. I think story. I think the nostalgia factor is taking over too too much for the Mortal Kombat movie. Personally, I, I put it above both Mortal Kombat's. I I'm, think it's better. I think it's, putting, better. You think it's at sure. two. Putting, you think it's at two, Steve? I think it's at two, maybe one. Mm. Maybe one. I'm, I'm putting. You know what, Tommy? I'm gonna let you go ahead first. Yeah, I know I'm, you I'm got a lot to say, and you've actually <laughs> played the Yakuza game, so I'll just say, <laughs> I I would recommend this as a piece of fine Japanese cinema, uh, and I I think I do agree that this should go at number one. I actually really like the 2021. Uh, Mortal Kombat, that would have probably been number one if the list was purely my opinions. Also, the list would only be four movies long. Um, but, yeah, and I like it hey better man. than Sonic. So you watched, you watched the Final Fantasy Spirits Within and didn't show up for the podcast, which was hilarious. <laughs> I had nothing... I had already forgotten what that movie was about. <laughs> that movie was just straight bad. I, I, that movie was like. And now the only like thing I remember is that Steve Buscemi and Roz Doyle were in it. <laughs> Do you remember the? Uh, well, yeah, well, I remember the. Um, the fuck is the name of that drink that you can drink forever for everything? Um, Soylent. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, that movie was like Soylent. It doesn't taste like anything. It, it doesn't make you feel anything. <laughs> it's just, it's just there. It's just, you just are able to subsist. Uh, I had nothing to say. You'd be like, hey, Tommy. I'd be like, hey. The, it would get to the end. It would be like, Tommy, where would you rate this? I was like, I have no rating. All right, so we got two <laughs> can... two ones. Mike, Mike, you said what? You wanted it at four? I th- I actually wanted to want it at three. I wanted to okay. split. I want to split up the Mortal okay. Kombat's purely because I hate them together. All right. I'm Yeah. All right. All right, Encore. Let me tell you why this is the number one movie on this. <laughs> All right. Pure, Bring out your notes. P- purely for, and and this is despite the lack of cabaret club management being involved in, uh, in, in this movie. And and taking into account, I said, if I wish, I wish there were tw- 10 more minutes to explain more of the story because it did feel rushed. The pacing was very off on, on what I kind of wanted it to be. But it is the truest video game movie on this list it like true true to the game hands down there's no movie on this list that is that is o- more so oddly enough i think the only thing that came close to it is angry birds <laughs> because <laughs> angry birds is, the game doesn't have a story really yeah but it i thought the since it was like made by the game developers them, like themselves the you you can yeah. you can make a push for like Warcraft just because of like the lore and stuff like that, but like eh, no. But see see no. there you go. That's what I'm saying. Far I, and away, I know Warcraft lore. Far and away, Yakuza, uh, was it was the truest to the actual game itself. The, he fucking pulled out a stamina like fucking super XX in the final boss fight and the heat like they literally busted this this game out and just put it on a big screen. Like this is. 
I on, mean, you, on this list yeah, for sure. You do have a this compelling is, this argument. Is clearly the best. You do. I mean, game. I'm looking at this list. I'm trying to figure out what is more video gamey. And like Mortal Kombat tries to be video gamey, but it's not. But it was so far like, off. They though. have to introduce. They have to introduce like the avatar character for yourself, the guy who's not in any of the games. That mm. guy. Do you remember, guys? Remember that guy? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they need to do that. Um, obviously, Super Mario isn't. Warcraft is off from what that story is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so, and Sonic. It's it was tough for me, honestly, thinking about this before this podcast. If I was gonna go one or two, like Sonic is a great movie. I fucking love that movie. It has it, it has that like polish, that Hollywood polish going for it. But he still goes but, to Dewey Duck's house and hangs out with him for like most of the movie, and that's not <laughs> something that would happen in a Sonic game. There you go. I think I think this is the best video game movie. Honestly, it's I I think I like it better than Sonic just in general. Anyway, I th- I think it, it's my favorite movie on this list already. But personal bias aside, this is I think the I, truest yeah. video game movie. I think I agree with that. Yeah, and it's not really a dig on Sonic because Sonic is really awesome, and I feel like it would be hard to kind of dethrone it. But yeah. like this this movie surprised me. Like t- we were joking, we're yeah. like, oh, Tim picked this movie and it's going to be the number one on the list. And I had no expectations going in. <laughs> and then I was like halfway through, like, is this the number one movie on the list? I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm very excited I, you know, for you funny. to play Yakuza. Like play the actual It's games. funny. Cause I think like, uh, Alcor and I have had like opposite reactions to, cause like I've played one, two, three, four in lost judgment and judgment. Um, zero, on. one, two, three, four. I'm still on four myself. Um, and like you on the one hand are like, oh, I've, I, this is my thing and I'm like really into it. And you're like overhyping it a little bit. Whereas I'm like, oh, does this really put the best foot forward for what this franchise is? (laughs) I don't know. And like, so we have like the complete opposite reactions to how we're placing this on the list in terms of our own personal, how our personal biases are influencing this. I don't know. Um, if four of you think that, if all four of you except for me think this is number one, then we'll put it at number one. Otherwise, we should put it at number two. I, Tim. Oh, man. Uh, I think this is coming down to you, Timothy. Mm. I mean, it, as far as the video game movie, it hit every... I think it, it checked every box. I will say, like, absolutely for me, I was... My mind was fucking blown at the sets in this movie right? and how they captured the city and how it is exactly like the games, like to a fucking T everything you could like picture, like she was walking, he was carrying the girl, Bonnie and Clyde with the girl on his shoulder at the end. And they were looking into a popo. And I was like, I know where that exact popo is. There's like four popos in, uh, which is the convenience store in the game. There's mm-hmm. four in Camarocho, I think. And all of them, but I knew exactly which one they were at because they had designed immaculately. So like it was like to a T set design of what the game is. I do wonder. It sounds like you're how, your mind now too, Mike. How much of it is like nah, it kind of add like the fact that it's a foreign film does add to it that like we can't see like if like we're hard. It's harder to read the chemistry between the actors. It's like kind of a little bit like it'd be harder. to... I think of like Hitman, like when they're in the car and they're they're just talking back and forth. If they if that was in this movie, I feel like we wouldn't be able to read that as. I think as that, that Hitman that Hitman lack of chemistry would translate across languages, you think, languages <laughs> space, <laughs> time. <laughs> All right, you know what? 
Fuck. All right. All right. Success. That sounds, sounds like, like a number, number one. one vote to me. Yeah, we, we got a number one. Holy oh, shit. shit. New number one. Nice. <laughs> Until next here, month. I was sitting here fucking worrying we were going to have a Super Mario 64 on our hands with Sonic <laughs> up at the top. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see it, but I had this feeling that Sonic 2 would probably be better than Sonic 1. I, still haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. Uh, questionable. We'll find oh. out. I've Stay tuned. I've seen it. Stay tuned. When we do uh, Sonic 2. I think it like it's I think they're very similar movies. I mean, that's so. fair. They they have a formula now. They like I am definitely disappointed movies. knowing that they didn't make any more movies. That's for sure. I wish that they kind of... Uh, for Yakuza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish they kind of... Uh, Mike, I think you were saying uh, yesterday after we watched uh, that there there's rumors that it's going to be coming to... It's going to be an American-produced Yakuza be, movie? Yeah, it's just not going to be the same. No, it's not. Yeah. But like, I'm wondering if, if, if they can somehow do it but polish it up. Mm-hmm. Like with, with the proper pacing and things like that. Yeah. How much better the, so, the movie would be. I did remember correctly that they were talking about doing a American-produced Yakuza movie, which I don't even know what the fuck that is, because how is an American going to make a movie about the Yakuza? I do not understand. That concept is just, like, hurts my brain. I mean, they're probably going like to bring in, like, a Japanese dude to do it. Right. Well, maybe. Um, well, they will so a couple things. I read the, I read an article. The last update on that that project was 2020. So hmm. it probably isn't happening anymore. If it, if it wasn't, and there's no like update on if a script is written or anything like that, or if there's a director attached. Um, but Sega is trying to make more of their properties into movies, and y- Yakuza would be like a primary one that they would do, considering how popular that franchise is right now. Yep, I'm gonna feel like it's just an easy, easy one to do be honest yeah yeah because it's people <laughs> it's not hedgehogs <laughs> no, you have to like <laughs> redesign you have to redesign yeah i mean they, they yeah. already showed us they can just do a complete one-for-one replica of the actual game map so <laughs> if they could do that in 2007 i think they could do that yeah. uh do that now speak which which raises an interesting point 2007 guys not only did this make it to number one on the list, a game from the 2000s. A video game yeah, movie aughts. from the 2000s is number Ooh. one right now. That is look, crazy. Look at, look at the bottom of this list. 2005, 2007, 2005, <laughs> 2002, 1998, 1999, 2001, and then at Blood Rain at 2005. It is a graveyard down there with all these aughts movies. It, it really is. We did it. We had to go, yeah, we had to go movie... overseas for it, but we did it. <laughs> it. It broke the mold. It was like, let's actually lean into the video game portion. Right. Because yeah. that's what people like. What a concept. <laughs> right. <laughs> so cool. We have a new number one on our video game movie wow. list. It is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Congrats, everybody. Uh, was Fuck yeah. The name of the movie, Dave. Um, What are we doing next month for a movie? Tim. Fucking Far Cry, baby. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain starring in Far Cry. I'm very excited, um, very excited to watch this one. I am real curious if that movie's in German or English. It's in English. Um, it's in English. I confirmed. Don't worry. Is it? Yeah. Is it dubbed? I think it's no. I think it's in English. It said English language German film uh, on the Wikipedia page. So I am starring Till Til Schwager. Do you know who Till Schwager is? Schwager. Yeah, he's. I'm trying to remember what movie he's in. He's like a German action star, right? Inglorious Bastards. That's right. Yes, in. yes, yes. 
Um, so I am excited to add another Juve Bowl movie. It's been eight months since we added our last one, God. Alone in the Dark. Oh, my God. So get ready for that next month. And next week we are... Uh, uh, Tommy, what are we doing next week? Oh, are we doing Quandry? Quandry? The, the, the island of Dr. Quandry. Or as I will call it multiple week. times, Quandry Island. Quandry Island. Yep. But thank you, Encore. Thank you, Michael. This was a just a delightful conversation. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I also found this conversation delightful. Tommy, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. And Tim? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Later. Bye. Peace.